Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is series 2, episode 172 of this podcast. We are continuing with our study today of Alma chapter 14, which is covering Sometimes God Allows the Righteous to Suffer. This is within the week of June the 15th to June the 21st, Alma chapters 13 to 16. So as we left off yesterday, Alma and Amulek were in the um, really horrendous position of watching the, the believers which had listened to the words that they had taught being burned by the fire. And uh, Amulek had just expressed his his desire to call upon God to uh, save the people. Uh, but Alma had uh, told him that the Spirit constrains him, that he shouldn't stretch forth his hand. Uh, and we talked about yesterday just the reasons why um, God, sometimes God allows the righteous to suffer. Um, and the fact is, is, you know, one other point I want to add to the many things that were said yesterday is about uh, how if we were, you know, protected from all trials and suffering um, because we are righteous, then we wouldn't necessarily be walking by faith anymore. Um, we would see, you know, the the example of, well, we're not suffering anymore because we're doing these things and other people might see that. We must walk by faith at times, even through suffering and trials. Uh, so Amulek responds and says, behold, perhaps they will burn us also. I like this about Amulek, that his first concern was the people um, that, you know, that they had taught he had concern for others before he had concern for himself and Alma being burned. Uh, but Alma said in verse 13, be it according to the will of the Lord, but behold, our work is not finished. Therefore, they burn us not. Um, and so Alma again shows his complete trust in the Lord that his will will be done. Um, Elder Richard G. Scott uh, said this, quote, submitting cheerfully and with patience to all his will lets you learn precious, if difficult, lessons and eternal truths that will yield blessings. The example of Alma and Amulek is enlightening. While striving to do good among the people of Ammonihah, they were taken captive. Amulek trusted his more seasoned companion Alma, who led him to greater confidence in the Lord. Forced to observe women and children consumed by fire, Amulek said, "Perhaps they'll burn us also." Amulek ans uh, Alma answered, "Be it ac according to the will of the Lord, a vital principle, but our work is not finished." Close quote. So. This is an important uh, point that we must have trust that the Lord will bring us through outside the other the other end of the trial. Um, and of course, those people that have trusted in the Lord before, such as Alma, and who have been through these kind of experiences, or, and we don't know, you know, if Alma had had similar experiences before or if we're just referring to other trials he'd been through, uh, but he had been through trials, I'm certain, before, and he had trusted on the Lord so he could do that again. Now, in verse 18, we learn an interesting um, truth about how about this context. They were cast into the prison three days. Now, if you remember, um, I w there's been a couple of points throughout this experience where we've identified a parallel between Alma and the Saviour. And this is where we get some real sim sim symbolism here, that Alma and Amulek were in that prison for three days, bound with cords. And we could liken this to the Saviour being bound by the bands of death for three days. Uh, and of course, later we'll see what happens with those bands. Uh, but I'm sure you probably are seeing where this is going. Uh, in verses 19 to 20, they also, when they were questioned by the chief judges and the rulers, they answered nothing. And this is very similar to, again, the saviour, 
who would often not respond to the questions from Pilate. Um, but then in verse 24, they've been there for a number of days uh, after this. And uh, the, the chief judge smites them as they've been smitten many times during these days. And in verse 24, it says, And the chief judge stood before them and smote them again and said unto them, If ye have the power of God to deliver, deliver yourselves from these bands, and then we will believe that the Lord will destroy his people according to your words. There's two things I want to pick up on that. First of all, another parallel with the Saviour. Um, if you remember, the people mocking him, saying, Bring yourself down from the cross and then we'll believe. Um, and so very similar um, ideas here. But there's also this point about people asking for science. Uh, Joseph Fielding McConkie and Robert L. Millett said this, quote, Of one thing we have perfect assurance, the last thing wanted by those who demand science is science. The last thing wanted by those who demand evidence is evidence. A world of signs and evidences would not soften their hearts. The leaders of the Jews sought signs from Christ, gave, and Christ gave them signs sufficient to convince any people, yet they rejected him, close quote. And I think that sometimes we can get lost in that kind of, you know, oh, well, you know, tell me how this works and then I'll believe you. And then we tell them and, you know, it still doesn't make a difference. The, the real thing that's going to change people is the word and the spirit of the Lord, as Alma understood uh, in this experience. Um, he could have put his put forth his hand, save the people from the fire, and they would have probably say he was he would probably say they would probably say he was possessed by a devil, um, as they had said to Ezekiel already. Uh, and so, you know, signs and evidences are not always well, we know that they are not there to provide faith for those who don't believe. Rather, they are to strengthen the faith of those that do. In verse 26, Alma cries, and we don't know what make him, makes him cry out this after these days, but clearly the time has come for, for, for the power of God to be upon them. Uh, and he cries forth and says, Give us the strength according to our faith, which is in Christ, even unto deliverance. And this is brilliant because... If we remember back way, way back in the first chapter of Nephi, first Nephi, the whole purpose of the Book of Mormon is to identify and, and teach us about the power of Christ to our deliverance. Um, and we see this example so many times. And here we are, another very clear example of deliverance uh, through through the Saviour. The bands break again, signifying or being a parallel of the Saviour breaking the bands of death Um and then they start to fear and flee. And the, then suddenly um, the walls of the prison shake. It, they, it falls down, kills the people in the prison, and Alma and Amulek walk out untouched. Now, many people come uh, because of the great noise. They see Alma and Amulek and they flee with, with great fear. Uh, and I like this phrase. Um, As a goat flee with her young from two lions. Um, so clearly there was some great power and strength here being um, exhibited because of the Lord in their in their ministry. I just want to talk a little bit about this this earthquake. There's an OY from Book of Mormon Central, number 121. What kind of earthquake caused the prison walls to fall? And uh, if you haven't heard of Book of Mormon Central, if perhaps you're new to this podcast, I really, really strongly recommend you either downloading their app, Scripture Plus, which contains the Book of Mormon, and loads of quotes uh, from general authorities, from uh, re like study manuals, and also these these brilliant know-wise, which 
are based on other scriptures and also research into these things. In this case, um, there's research into the earthquakes um, that could have possibly caused this earthquake to fall. And what has come from these earthquake studies is a couple of things. First of all, is that there is precedent um, for walls of a prison to fall where the inhabitants of the prison nearly escape as if by a miracle. Um, Brante Gardner explained uh, this, um, quote, on February the 4th, 1976, an earthquake in Chicamuela, Guatemala, so demolished a prison that the criminals that were in the jail escaped almost as if by a miracle, close quote. So, you know, there is precedent for this, and it's not like it's a fanciful story that, you know, a prison would fall to the ground, kill the guards, and let let the um, inhabitants of the prison escape. This has actually happened in recent times, uh, which is which is fascinating. And then also the sound. Now the, we know the people came running. Now, if this city of Amanaihar was in a place where earthquakes happened fairly frequently, then of course the people would not be so surprised by an earthquake. But there seems to be a great noise in verse twenty nine referred to which may have been the rumblings of the earthquake or even the sound of the prison walls. But there's also a chance that it was um, an, a particular feature of a specific type of earthquake, um, something called a strike-slip faulting, which causes a, a, a breaking of the sound barrier, creating a sonic boom. This would be powerful enough to break the prison, but also would, would explain why suddenly a great um, multitude of people came to see this, what, what that sound was. Um, because obviously, you know, if, if you have an earthquake, you don't usually run to the, where the sound of the earthquake was because, well, the sound's everywhere. It's, it's shaking everything. But there was a specific sound which brought the people running to the, to the prison. And of course, it may have been simply that the prison walls fell and that created a noise by itself. So lots of fascinating things from this chapter and lots of things. And I particularly love the parallels to the saviour um, that were made to, to in this um, example. Uh, thank you for listening today. If there's anything you've been studying, you can please share, share it. Uh, you can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com if you'd like to be part of a future episode. Uh, we can link up via Zoom and record the audio, and it'd be great to have someone on this podcast episode on in a future date to sh- share your studying. Um, you can also join the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. I generally t- try and post something there each day to, to uh, just share in, in relation to what I've been studying. If you've been studying anything, whether it's part of the Come Follow Me um, study or if it's something else that you've been studying, I'd love to hear it on there and, uh, and see what you've been studying. Thank you for listening and until we meet again.